radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and Poop with your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 6 Preview Show, Fantasy Football Scoop, and... Poop. All right. So... I'm curious, Turtle, what hurts more, stepping on a Lego or stepping on a toothpick? <laughs> Let's say toothpick. Uh, Legos are, like, dangerous in masses, but uh, a toothpick is terrible. <laughs> I ask you this because Turtle literally stepped on a toothpick during the break of our uh, recap and preview shows, and he was in a lot of pain. And I'm sure you've stepped on a Lego before. You have kids. I mean, I'm sure you got Legos around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can deal with one, you know, random Lego. It's when you get a couple of them and, and you know, multiple steps. No. Primetime, you ever stepped on a, on, a, on, a, on a Lego? Step on everything in my house. My kids are trash. They don't know how to pick up anything. Yeah, I step on everything and I holler at them all the time. So, yeah, everything hurts. Okay, uh, the biggest story in the NFL this week is John Gruden. Uh, it came out last week that he said some racist comments about DeMaurice Smith, who is the, uh, the head of the, the Players Union. And more emails came out this week, Primetime. Have you been following this story? Uh, very little. I just heard uh, that he resigned, and I heard that it was, you know, all that stuff against the – yeah, the Roger Goodell, uh, the yeah, the guy you just said, and somebody else. Oh, Michael Sam. Michael Sam. Yeah, he. Yeah, but I, I have not read any of the actual email, so I, I have no idea. He tried to offend everybody on the planet, basically. Um, he said derogatory things about gay people, black people. Roger Goodell uh, said some some very interesting things. In an email to an NFL team, this all got uncovered in the Washington football team uh, discovery, I believe, for another thing, maybe the sexual harassment thing that they've been going through. Um, so this stuff is all coming out like this. This was in 2011 when he was unemployed and working for ESPN, I think. And uh, he here he is, you know, 10 years later as the coach of the Raiders and uh, – he uh, ends up resigning. I think they had to fire him if he didn't resign because, um, I mean, you can't say that stuff about the commissioner. You can't say that stuff about gay people. You can't say that stuff about black people. And the Raiders actually have an openly gay player. Turtle, did you know that? Uh, Carl Nassib has come out as gay. And, uh, of course, <laughs> you got the head coach using all this hate speak. Uh, how do you play for that guy? You can't. You can't do it, right? 
Yeah, no. I I mean, it was the backlash of all of it was going to be just terrible for the Raiders. They had to get rid of him. They probably just said, you know, resign if you want, but you got to go. Uh, he, he sounded like a like I've seen people say already. He sounded like a 13 year old kid on Xbox Live, just like <laughs> sending professional emails. These are, you know, professional emails. Uh, another one I saw was Biden looks like a clueless pussy while exchanging topless photos with another man in the organization. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know what to say. It's funny. I saw another meme today. He said, I, I can't coach these Raiders. They're a bunch of gays. Signed, Jay Grude. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> He's using his I, work email for all this? Yeah. Yes, yes. This oh, is two oh. other people in the NFL. I mean. That's hilarious. Wait, but I thought he wasn't a coach. You said he, he was a coach or wasn't no, a coach? No, he, he was. This, a- this spanned until 2018. Oh, wow. And the emails were, were sent to Washington uh, GM and president at the time of Bruce Allen, who uh, got fired, uh, I think, last year for just being terrible at his job. And, uh, yeah, he's using this language in official email communication uh, with an NFL executive and uh, yeah, di- like, didn't he think should twice definitely about get fired. It. I mean, you just – you got to be – I mean – Smarter than that. Even if you are a bigot, you got to be smarter than that and hide it better. I mean, come Although, on. I would make the argument the anything against Roger Goodell is fair game, in my opinion, because fuck that guy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone else, that's that's pretty shitty. What he did. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what his path to redemption is. the uh, The Buccaneers actually took him off of their Ring of Honor yesterday. Did you see that? I did. I just saw that earlier today. He should have That's never crazy. been on that Ring of Honor. That was Tony Dungy's team he took to the Super Bowl. John Gruden didn't do shit. You heard it here first. That's right. Fuck John Gruden, and uh, good luck. Uh, I, I mean, he, he can't do commercials anymore. He can't. He's not going to have any sponsors. He doesn't have a job. Uh, so I don't, know what his, I don't know what the future holds for him. But uh, let's get to the waiver wire. Sticking waiver. his thumb up a woman's wire. ass. Waiver wire. I have it open in a new tab. All right, everyone here, welcome to your week six-ish waiver wire. And let's start off with the highest bid here with the Ted Lasso way, picking up someone named Devonta Booker, releasing Juju Smith's... That's hard to pronounce. Our next highest bid goes to fucking savages picking up Daryl Williams for $32 releasing oh uh, putting Samaje Pirai on IR let's see next highest bid here we got is the Crosswoods picking up Khalil Herbert dropping eh, let's go with Kenyon Drake Next up, we got Urban's Brown Thumb picking up Mark Quez Galloway for $11 and releasing, I don't see, oh, down here. Let's go with Zach Pascal. That'll that'll do. do. (laughs) Next up, we have the Crosswoods again picking, acquiring Ramon, I'm not even going to try this. (laughs) How would Dusty say that name? I want to know. Let's go with Ramandra. Wait, hang on. <clears throat> That's Ramandra, daddy. 
Ramondra <laughs> Stevenson for seven dollars. Uh, and let's say he released Tyson Williams. Uh, let's see who else do we got. Who else do we got? Okay, we also have fucking savages picking up Cincinnati Bengals defense for two dollars and releasing the New England Patriots. Never heard of them. Lastly, we have Urban's Brown Thumb picking up Chris Evans. I think that's Captain America. Yeah, that's a human torch, too. (laughs) Oh, there you go. For $1, and let's say he dropped Ronald Jones Jr. Now, on to the free moves. Let's see what I have here. We have Legion of Zubaz releasing Cole Beasley. Oh, that's that's terrible. Acquiring Rondell Moore. Likes that Arizona stack. Uh, we have BDI with his weekly lineup change, and he releases the newly acquired AJ Green and picks up uh, Mark Ingram. Did not know he was still in the league. Congratulations. Next, we have the Lasso Way. Picking up, ooh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that's yeah, that's his name. Yep. Yeah. Oh, awesome! We did it. And releasing uh, Robbie Anderson, uh, King Worm, Team Taylor, acquiring Minnesota's kicker. I think that's the guy who missed a bunch of field goals recently. And releasing Cincinnati Bengals kicker. Not important. Uh. I give, I quit, I yield. That would be Pee Wee McLean's team. Acquiring Dallas Cowboys kicker, releasing Seattle Seahawks kicker, and also acquiring Marlon Mack, releasing Washington Facebook team quarterback. And that will conclude your week six waiver wire. Excellent. Thank you very much. For handling that while uh, my trote is uh, going through it right now. No problem, but these guys got to work on their names or get nicknames or something. <laughs> it's getting difficult. Whatever happened to, like, Jimmy or Steve? You know what I'm saying? I don't care if there's, like, a Hollywood and a prime time. Just get, give these kids nicknames so I can start calling them that. Yeah. All right. We got we to gotta come up with some nicknames. That's, that's our homework for next week. Let's uh, <laughs> see if we got any emails this week. There's a letter in your mailbox. And we do. Our first email comes from Hattori Hanzo himself, and it's titled Jobber. I woke up Sunday morning feeling like Goldberg. I went to bed Sunday night feeling like Gilberg. The streak is over. Jared Goff's petite hands have wrecked Hawk. And my dreams of a perfect run. Despite this blemish on my record, I am ready to move forward. Did JLP give up when Lieutenant Yar was killed by a tar alien? Never. I will boldly go to my first place certificate. So thank you, Micah. I love it. And next email, we have Kowalski. He says, thanks, Turtle. I appreciate your confidence in the power of the brown thumb. Sniff that sweet scent of victory, baby. And he has a little emoji of a thumb. Thumbs up, I think. I will, however, know. Did I hate on him or no? 
Did I pick him? I think you might have picked him. I think that's why he's uh, he's hype. All right, all right. I didn't know if this was sarcasm. <laughs> he says, I will note, however, that the game was won when Tim Patrick outscores Christian Kirk. Hashtag Pittsburgh is trash. So thank you for that, Kowalski, and uh, good luck washing that stink off of your thumb. And you're welcome for Tim Patrick. Yeah, that was the cornerstone of that trade, I believe. Yeah. Tim, hey, he, he won because of it. I'm just saying. It's true. <laughs> All right, next email comes from Sasha. Who? Sasha. Hmm. Former Balls Mahoney uh, member, former Super Bowl champion in this league, and current host of Bitter Marks podcast, bittermarks.com, episodes every Friday. And flipsandbumps.com, episodes every Monday. So he's he's busy throughout the week. And he says, PB and J. Yo, bros, give me your top two favorite sandwiches of all time. They can be from a food place or homemade. And if you go PB and J, how are you going crunchy or creamy? And what flavor jelly? He's asking the tough questions. Sasha, uh, I'm going to start with you, Turtle. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. What, give me your two. My favorite sandwich. I don't know the name of the place. Ivy knows the name of it. There's a steak sandwich in the city. Uh, it's at some little mom and pop dump, but that steak sandwich was phenomenal. Uh, so I picked that as my sandwich. PB&J, I used to be very strong, crunchy, very, like, very, you had a, a big opinion on it. And now I'm uh, creamy, as that's what my kids like, and I refuse to buy two different kinds of peanut butter. I am in that same boat on the smooth versus crunchy. I I only ate crunchy for the longest time, and my kids and wife like creamy, and I refuse to even try it. That's why I haven't had <laughs> peanut butter and jelly in years. I almost forgot what it tastes like. Uh, but for me, I guess... Does a, a euro count as a sandwich? Because that's like my favorite thing. Like I could. I mean, it. it can be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the that. hot dog a sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Hot dog is not a sandwich. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. I have not, I've heard the debate, but I I I don't care either way. I, I I could see both sides of the argument. I guess. Yeah, I don't have an opinion. I was just bringing it up as a debate <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, but give me a euro any from anywhere. Those things are amazing. All right, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll answer your question, Sasha, and thank you for emailing. You email more than 90% of this league, so I appreciate it. Uh, peanut butter and jelly, I'm not a jelly guy, actually. I, I, I have been known to just have just peanut butter on a sandwich. Just bread, peanut butter, bread, baby. I don't need any jelly. I, I can get along with just the peanut butter, and I am a smooth guy i don't like oh, the crunchy damn it tony uh i think you guys are wrong with your crunchy love um i i just never got into the whole crunchy thing sorry you gotta get a little honey on that peanut butter bread <laughs> honey peanut butter bread okay. what kind of peanut butter like jiff? peter pan uh i'm a jiff guy usually uh. i'm a jiff guy have you ever tried that like hippie peanut butter that like separates and you gotta like stir it up again? Where like, like the, the butter will actually yes. sink and like the oil will sink to the top. Have you ever tried that shit? 
I have yes. never heard of that shit in my entire life. Some, I don't even know what you're talking uh, about. Sunflower butter, yeah. wild butter. I mean, there's all kinds of shit. It's yeah. awful. They're it, gross. It's terrible. Yeah, they're gross. Talky like, and just weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't want peanut butter that I have to stir before I eat it. You know what I'm saying? I want it just ready to yeah. go at all times. That sounds like the stuff yeah. they make for kids who are allergic to peanuts. That's what that sounds like. And my top two sandwiches of all time, uh, one is the Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich, which I think is the pinnacle of all sandwiches in the, in the universe. No pickles, though. Fuck pickles. They're not, they're not invited on my sandwich. And uh, number two is the – I think it's the Club Lulu from uh, Jimmy John's, actually. I eat this a lot because they deliver to my, to my job. And they're like a stone's trow away, so it takes them like five minutes to get me a sandwich. And that's those are my top two. I know it's it's probably not on anybody else's radar, but uh, that's how I that's how I sit on the on the sandwich pantheon. Number nine, Italian nightclub. You're a number. You're an Italian guy. Okay, at Jimmy John's. Yeah, the Italian nightclub. I I could be like starving and unable to walk. And if I was at a Subway, I still would not eat there. I don't know. I, 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 the, the hate for Subway is strong with me. Does Dude, anybody... I also hate Subway with a yeah. uh, with a lot of passion. Uh, my yeah. favorite, I was going to say Quiznos used to be great, and then they got rid of those because those guys don't know how to run a business. I used to always get the chicken carbonara from that thing, and that place okay. was awesome. All right, that's enough sandwich talk. Uh, I'm we... hungry. Thanks for the emails, gentlemen. Uh, and we do actually have a uh, another voice message from Giuseppe. So here we go. Hello, boys, and happy belated Indigenous Peoples Day. You've got Giuseppe here sending in some thoughts for the fantasy football week that was and week that will be. First and foremost, I want to congratulate my opponent, Turtle. Congrats on the big victory for you. I know that it probably was one of your biggest of the season, if not the biggest, and might end up being your Super Bowl. So I do want to give you credit for that. You know, um, I'm not going to dwell on some of the issues that happened in terms of injuries. I'm going to have the, the, the memory of a goldfish here and just move on to the next week. But for me, it's more about I just feel bad for the guys who got hurt. You know, it's it, the wins and losses. They're one thing, but. You know, Russell Wilson's never had an injury that's been severe in his entire NFL career, and so I just pray that he's going to be okay moving forward and it doesn't impact him. And then Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean, the guy's just a class act on and off the field. This was a contract year. I was really hoping that he could make a, a large impact so that way he can get himself a nice payday to continue sharing that wealth to others. But Unfortunately, that season-ending injury is going to be is going to be is going to be a bad one, and we don't know yet about Saquon. But Saquon, you know, he's been a guy who's been battling those injuries in his entire NFL career, and the guy is just filled with talent. So I just hope that all these guys, because they're great kids, and I just want to see them recover for their you know for their own personal health. Wins and losses, they don't really matter. But now, you know, time to move on to the next week, and I'm playing one of my absolute best friends in the world here with Kowalski. The guy, you know, he's a very stand-up individual, great family man, takes care of his kids, stays home to, to make sure that happens. And I know that it's going to be a very difficult matchup. Somehow, I'm favored, yet if you look at the odds of winning, I'm an underdog. So I don't know what's going on with RT Sports. Tony, do me a favor. I know you've got a lot of hats that you're filling lately, but maybe send Bonnie 
at the help desk, an email, find out what's going on here. How can I be a three and a half point favorite, but only have a 48% chance of winning the game? Something doesn't add up. But I digress. K Wall, like I said, he's one, he's one of the, the better guys I know. And based on the way this season's been going, I'm sure that he wants to see me win just as much as I want to win. So I'm going to pick myself like I do every week, and I think that we bounce back. I think some of the backups who are coming in, they're going to, they're going to do the job, and we're going to move forward, move on into 4-2. and two. For you guys, You know, I wish you happiness, success, luck this week, and I'll talk to you again next week. This is Giuseppe from Milan. Great show, guys. Thank you, Giuseppe, for finding time to uh, contribute to the podcast. And Turtle, I think he uh, got you again with a little backhanded compliment, uh, like only Giuseppe can get can throw out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 got my feelings going, uh, hearing <laughs> all that. But uh, I'm the one that took the win, so suck it. I love it, and uh, yeah. The, the win probability thing, we, we talked about it on the last show. It's totally stupid and uh, not accurate. So um, we'll take that as it is. And uh, talk about predictions last week. Uh, pretty terrible all the way around. Uh, Bishop led the way with three out of six. Turtle followed up with three out of six. And Giuseppe and I, only two out of six. So just a terrible, awful week of predictions. All right, season long, Bishop, 18 correct in the lead. Turtle and me tied with 15 for second place. And Giuseppe with 14. So everything's within striking distance here. Nobody's running away with this, which is what you want when it's week six. And we didn't talk about it uh, in the waiver wire segment because, frankly, I forgot but week six is the deadline for trading draft picks. You can still make player-for-player player trades next week and up to week eight, I believe. But this is the last week for trades involving draft picks. I know there's a couple owners that might want to take advantage of this. So if you can hear this, and it's before noon on, uh, <clears throat> before noon on um, Sunday – you should definitely make trades for draft picks. All right. Hint. 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 Let's go. Uh, worms out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, I thought about it. I thought about making a, a blockbuster trade, but uh, I, I think my team is okay. And I just, I'm just going to stand pat. I'm going to probably finish eighth place next year, but uh you know, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give up on my season. It's only week six. I'm gonna stick it up. I'm gonna stick through it, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right, let's go to the first matchup. We have Turtle and Avitsa's fucking savages versus Matt's the Crosswoods. Which is a shout out to Bone Thugs and Harmony's classic, The Crossroads. And I should mention that Matt is a six point favorite. Um, Giuseppe sent me his picks and I forgot to mark them down, so give me one second. 
All right, go ahead, Primetime. I'll, I'll find his picks. You, you keep talking. Hello, Primetime? Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm new with this podcasting That's thing, fine. okay? I get it. You guys have many years' experience. I'm the new guy. You guys are muting my call, making me talk to myself. I get it rookie hazing anyway as i was saying that no one else could hear i'm gonna go with turtles team this week because i kind of like his matchups he's on a two-game winning streak and usually like the juggernaut once you get started he's very hard to stop uh i think matt kind of blew his load last week with uh i don't know whatever that baltimore quarterback's name is and hollywood brown so i expect a low scoring game from him so give me turtle yeah, uh, I just had to refresh because Turtle just dropped his starting quarterback. Uh, he cuts Danny Dimes. I, he picks up Honey Heineke, which I think is a, actually a good play. Uh, p- Primetime, did you see Danny Daniel Jones last week? Like, out on his feet, like, stumbling and bumbling all around on the field because he got, a, like, a nasty concussion? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was difficult to – I mean, I, I prayed for that kid. But uh, I've joked before that I think he might be the worst starting quarterback in the NFL is Daniel Jones. All right. Uh, I'm going to actually take Matt this week. I don't think you hold down uh, the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill again. Uh, They just looked all out of sorts last week. I I think Tyreek Hill's dealing with a little bit of an injury, but I'm not worried about that. Washington has probably the worst defense in the league, and Kansas City feels disrespected. They're angry, and I think I think a big game from Tyree Kill's coming. Um, and we all know what the fuck uh, Lamar Jackson is capable of. So, Turtle, I don't know what's going on with Dalvin Cook. I know uh, you're probably going to talk about that, but uh, I'm going to say that uh, Matt squeaks past you this week, buddy. So what do you think? I'm going to pick myself. I'm on a two-game winning streak. Yeah. Um, I don't know about this Geno Smith, but he threw a touchdown to DK, so I, I can't be, like, you know, too upset. And Pittsburgh's just been terrible. Dalvin Cook is – it doesn't matter if he plays or not. The worst case is he plays and they only give him half the touches like yeah. they, they did one week. But then they just called him out after that. So um, either way, I feel confident with either one of those, Madison or um, – I don't know. I think my team's rolling. We'll get some points. All right. Rest in peace, Easy e Let's go on to the next matchup. And we have Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way versus K-Wall's Urban's Brown Thumb. Giuseppe, with all the injuries, is a three-and-a-half-point favorite this week. Giuseppe picks himself in a shocker to nobody. And uh, I'll start off this one. I think the injuries are going to uh, are going to catch up to you. Um, no Saquon Barkley this week. Adam Thielen gets gets, gets to play the uh, the Carolina Panthers defense. Who that's a very low un- over under, only forty six points. Not expecting a lot of passes in that game. And you're going with a Raiders stack. Oh, prime time! You gotta love this shit. You you it's love you love music Raiders. to my ears, Tony. Yeah. And now with that douchebag John Gruden gone, that's the way. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah, he's going with the Raiders stack, and that's why I'm going to pick Kowalski here. I don't like Derek Carr this week. Uh, a 44 over under against Denver on the road. 
so I'm going to say Kowalski pulls off the upset here. Primetime, do you agree? Do you agree? Actually, I do agree. And I'm looking at the win probability. I know we're not supposed to pay attention to that, but it's 52 to 48% in favor of Kowalski, even though the Ted Lasso way is minus three and a half. I know Giuseppe alluded to that in his voicemail. Uh, I'm just going to assume that's because they're generously giving Lasso the three points for being home favorite. So I think everyone knows Kowalski is going to win this one. Uh, Packers at are uh, playing Against the Bears, I think he might outscore most of Giuseppe's team himself. Damn. Um, I didn't think the injuries hurt him that bad, even. Like, on his bench, he has people that I would start. So, uh, I guess that speaks for our team's drafted. But uh, I, I like his team. Um, I think he is going to beat K-Wall this week. I think that three and a half points is, is probably right. It, it's going to be super close, but... The team's fired up. They usually have that whole narrative about, you know, the team rallying around whoever this random light-skinned head coach is that uh, comes in from one of the, the uh, you know, lower levels. They, they, they like to rally around that guy. So I think they go out there and just shit on Denver. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, okay. Uh, great. So you're taking – I had to channel my Jake Root, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Send some emails, why don't you? <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have uh, Pee Wee McLean's I Give, I Quit, I Yield versus Micah's Legion of Zubaz. And they had indeed have quit. They have given up. They have yielded because they did not change their uh, team name this week to uh, to taunt Micah. I think they've, they've officially phoned it in for the season, which is unfortunate. I'm trying to think of some historical Micah team names outside of Legion of Zubaz. Uh, Nothing. Shit. Do you was, remember what his names was before? Wasn't he the guy that started uh, World War One? the Serbian guy that shot? Uh... Oh. What was that guy's uh, name? Come on. You're Serbian. I don't think anyone knows that dude's name. I, I, I remember think... it, but I just don't remember his name. I think you're thinking of Archon. Maybe. I don't know. That's a completely different dude. But, uh, all right. Well, uh, I don't know. Pee Wee McLean have not changed their lineup. They have not changed their name. And Joey uh, Harrington is the future. Yes. That's got to be one of them, right? That is definitely one of Micah's old names, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Micah is a 27 point favorite this week, uh, due to, uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire still being in his lineup. And, um, I, I, don't have to mention, but uh, Giuseppe's taking Micah Turtle. Well, what do you think? Do you do you dare take the upset here? No, um, no. I'm gonna go with the 27 point favorite uh, and just lock it in. His team's great. Um, he um, what looks different? Uh, Was no, he just not playing Daryl Henderson? Yeah, he he. Bench no. Daryl Henderson last week for TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, no Hawkinson this okay, week. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, his team looked different. I'm used to the double tight end formation. It threw me off. Um, yeah, no, I like that addition. I, I think his team is great, and he's going to just shit on uh, Peewee McLean's rotting corpse. How about you, Tony? Uh, I'm going to just, just pile on here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, you're not, when you're not changing your lineup, um, bad things are going to happen, and I don't see anything good happening here for Pew McLean. 
Uh, we mentioned the Tennessee Titans are just a dumpster fire offensively if your name is not Derrick Henry, and he's starting two of those guys. Uh, so I'm going to take Micah in a blowout. I'm going to have to agree with everyone and make it a sweep. Although, like, part of me with this lead I have in the picks, and it was like, eh, maybe let's give it a shot. But no, You, you want to let us it. back in this? Come on, man. Oh, I was thinking about it, but I'm like, I don't know. No, I can't do it. Not this game. Yeah, you got, oh, you got to pick your spots. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard playing it from the top, I should know, because I've won like three years in a row, I think. So anyway, um, let's go to the next matchup. We have Mike's Lucky Lucianos versus Big Dumb Idiot's Slobodan. And this is another huge line, 24 and a half points. Uh, favorite for for Mike, Giuseppe uh, picks Mike in this one. Uh, Bishop, uh, if you want if you want to give us a layup here, uh, I don't think you know what to do here, buddy. Yeah, like I said, I always pick against Zach, and I'm always gonna continue to pick against Zach. But I would like to give some praise to Mike because his team is four and one, and we haven't really been mentioning him a lot this year, although we did a little bit. Uh, his his team is awesome. Like I said, I love Najee Harris and Dan Marino Jr. Uh, Dan Marino Jr.'s got a tough matchup at Baltimore, but I think he could uh, pull it out because the Colts last week did pretty good against Baltimore's defense. So, yeah, give me Mike. Turtle, why don't you go ahead and take the, the next this one here? Yeah, BDI starting two tight ends. Um. That's enough for me to take Mike. Mike's team, like he already said, it's amazing. He's got one of those nice, uh, solid floor teams. So, and BDI is starting the Vikings quarterback. Yeah, I sent you guys a, a picture earlier of uh, BDI's roster, and let me just run it down r- real quick here. So we got Kirk Cousins, you know, fantasy superstar Kirk Cousins, David Johnson who uh, barely sees the field. Kenneth Gainwell, who is like a third down back. And then Tyler Lockett, who is Mr. Boomer Bust. And then two white tight ends, Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox. Uh, I There's a reason why this is 24 and a half, and this is going to be Mike in a blowout. Uh, so that's where we're going to go. Uh, Zach's tight ends sound like an 80s tag team. That's a good call. Like they would wear, yeah. they would wear like baggy shorts to the ring and have mullets, right? Yeah, yeah, like some job team that just came out and lost to demolition in thirty seconds. Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox. It's a great call by you. That, That's that, all I have to say uh, about that. I can, I can almost picture them in my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're definitely very frat boy esque with their appearance and uh, move set. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have my COVID Mania Delta versus Santino's Oh Savannah Oh. And uh we haven't talked about it because I was waiting for this matchup, but uh Santino finally came through and posted the 2019 Thanksgiving promo that he's been uh, hard at work on. And it was like a, uh, I don't know, 30-second clip. There, It was kind of like nothing. I was like, well, first of all, thank you, Santino. But second of all, I was expecting a lot more primetime when you saw the first video. what Did, did you feel the same? 
Uh, you know, I was quite content with that first one. I would have taken that. I take any Santino content, so uh, I'm not beggars can't be choosers. So I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, there's never been a bad Santino production, so nope. to speak. And then, uh, and then Friday night happens. I want to say, or maybe it was Saturday night. I can't remember, but uh, I get a text message out of nowhere from uh from santino and oh, it was friday night it was at 9 30 p.m friday night and i get this tony my friend are you awake and of course i said yes because it's 9 30 on a friday night i mean <laughs> yes prime time <laughs> exactly I, I was asleep yeah i didn't <laughs> see it till the morning <laughs> so the text goes like this the real Thanksgiving promo is uploaded. A few months ago, or maybe even a year ago, you said you gave me what you got and it was all good. And then I said, I can't wait. And then he says, I want you to know that this is all a joke and I mean nothing serious by my comments about you. So this is when my antenna perked up. Because <laughs> obviously Santino is, is about to do something that maybe could hurt my feelings or offend me. <laughs> and for that, I get very excited because I'm not easily offended. And I love it when Santino makes fun of me. Uh, and uh, I, I responded and I said, bring the heat, daddy. And then I said, I can't wait till I see what you got cooked up. And then he goes on to say it was scripted two years ago. He just changed a little bit about it. Uh, and this is, this is the kicker, a message from Santino. I hope you crush me this weekend so I can get a better draft pick. Now this was <laughs> last weekend and, and I was, <laughs> and I responded, I, I play Matt this week, LOL. <laughs> so Santino, Santino thought that we were playing each other last week and that's why he posted the promo. Uh, he says, oh, my fucking God, a bunch of uh, laughing emojis. And then uh, <clears throat> he, he he was literally crying when I told him that we don't play each other this week. <laughs> and then we get to the real promo. Uh, Santino's been teasing retirement, and he went on to, 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 to play that up for like a good, like, I don't know, three or four minutes. It was a very long promo. And then he... <laughs> The camera cuts to a blow-up doll with red hair, like I had in high school, duct taped to his wall. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I am crying literal tears. I cannot stop laughing. And uh, it just got better and better. There was silly string involved. <laughs> uh, turtle... What was, Watch, your, yeah. what was your reaction? I, Tell me what, what you were thinking. I didn't know what was going on. I just, I'm like, all right, that was a good little promo, you know, no no thumbs up. Spoiler, sorry for you, those of you who didn't watch. Um, and then all of a sudden that cut, and I'm like, what? You know, what the fuck is this? And then Purple Silly String just starts uh, killing orifices. <laughs> Whatever, I think that's the word. Sorry. Yeah, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you haven't seen the promo yet, do yourself Talk a favor you. and pause this and go watch the promo. Uh, and then come back to the podcast. I sent it just about everybody that knows Santino. 
so I sent it. I sent it to my friend Rob, who used to be in the league. I sent. I sent it to Sasha. Uh, oh man, I was. I, he 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 ripped on me so good, and it was so funny. And uh, I I'm scrambling. I I am working my ass off to respond with another promo. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's going to be ready before Sunday. I'm going to try my best. But uh, there's a lot of props involved in my promo. Uh, and uh, I just hope it's going to be worth the wait. But I don't know if I'll be able to top his. I mean, that's going to be that's a, you know, a, a big ask. But remember, Tony, you have two and a half years to, cut, <laughs> to match this promo because this is his 2019 Thanksgiving Day promo. So. You got time. Yeah, maybe I'll just like I'll drop the promo at like in like July of 2023 or something like that when he when he's not expecting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's always living in fear. Exactly. He'll go to sleep every night trembling <laughs> at the thought of my promo. And uh, Gigi Santino, I, I took no offense to that whatsoever. I loved every second of it. And uh, please keep it up. Anyway, let's get to the matchup. Uh, we have my COVID mania as a two-point favorite over Santino's Savannah O. Uh, Giuseppe has picked Santino Turtle. So uh, what do you think? Do you think I got a chance this week? Yeah. I think you uh, you see what you do instead of Chubba. Yeah, yeah. I... Santino has a Jeremy McNichols and a 50-50 Christian McCaffrey in his lineup. You know the rules. I don't bet on him if he has anybody like that in the lineup. Plus, I just think Tony, like, uh, he's getting going. He had a tough beat last week, but still scored, like, you know, almost 100 points. That's going to be plenty to beat Santino, so he's going to get the win. Yeah, Tony brought up earlier about Kansas City getting shellacked, not shellacked, but uh, exposed, we'll call it, last week. Oh, they got shellacked. Okay, you can call it shellacked, fine. Uh, But Kansas City is now rebounding, and Santino has Patrick Mahomes, so uh, I definitely think it's going to be a very close. uh, I I think this Rachel McNichols person is going to get benched in favor of Miles Gaskins. Uh, I don't know about Chase Claypool getting in there instead of Devin Singletary, but uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to have to give it to Tony because of the Buffalo Bills matchup Monday night against Tennessee. Yeah, this is going to be a close one. Uh, I fear seven touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes this week. Uh, I know they're dealing with injuries, but he's going to be angry. And Washington probably has the worst defense in the NFL. I know because I roster them and I am forced. I have many, I have many football team players and I have, I have to watch this crap every week and they, they just suck eggs on defense Bishop. If you know what I'm saying, (laughs) uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be the key to this game. Cause if he doesn't play, I'm going to play Chuba Hubbard and uh, hopefully steal all of Santino's points. But if he if if McCaffrey does play, I'll probably slot Tony Pollard in there. I know Damian Harris has got an injury with, like, ribs, I think, and uh, he's not dependable anyway. He fumbled at, like, the six-inch mark yesterday, last week, so uh, I'm sure he's in Belichick's doghouse. 
Tony Pollard can can score twenty, even though he's not a starting player. So if if I can't play Hubbard, I'll, I'll pl- definitely play him. Uh, Stefan Diggs has been a major disappointment this week. He's going to be my breakout player this week. I think two touchdowns is not out of the question. Tennessee has, if Washington's the worst defense, I think Tennessee is the second worst defense. You look at some of the point totals they've given up this year, and it's kind of staggering. Mike Vrabel is a defensive coach. He used to play linebacker, uh, and they just, uh, they can't stop anybody. So the Buffalo Bills are hot. They're coming to town. It's going to be a prime time game. Josh Allen loves prime time. So I think I'm going to edge it out. I think McCaffrey, if he does play, he's not going to be very effective. Jeremy McNichols is just a nothing. He's not going to score anything. Uh, Derrick Henry's going to get all the action. And uh, that's, that's, that's going to be it. My Buffalo Bills will lead me to victory. I predict. Let's go to the last matchup. We have the Stretch Bowl 2020. 2021, sorry. I just (laughs) went back in time. And we have Bishops forever, forever, forever versus Worms Team Taylor. Uh, You made a a team name and avatar change. Can you talk about that before I make my pick? Uh, Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, I decided to go with a Terry Funk image of him wearing a shirt that says dusty sucks eggs and you could pick up one of these shirts that say bishop sucks eggs over at pro forward slash uh bitter marks com i believe nailed it you can go ah, i'm so awesome at this uh yeah way better than giuseppe but anyway uh yeah you can go pick up your shirts there so i decided to do that and the forever 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 is a reference to a terry funk promo that's Pretty famous. Most people will get it. Awesome. Well, I should mention that you're a 15 and a half point favorite, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> RT Sports does not like Worm's team this 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 year, and neither does Giuseppe. He's gonna pick you. Um, so Turtle, do you agree? Do you think uh, the the line is accurate? No, that line's crazy. Um, 15. Like, I look at Worm's team, and I usually, like, um, pick against him, but it doesn't look that bad. Like, it has competent play. It has Melvin Gordon, but he's been fine. It doesn't look that bad. I don't think 15 and a half points is warranted in this. Um, I do think Primetime has the better team, uh, and he's just got real soft matchups. You know, DeAndre Swift against the Bengals, Cooper Cup against the Giants. Aaron Jones against the Bears. So I, I think uh, primetime wins. I I almost feel like Worm can pull off an upset here. But he could. But the, uh, the thing that's going to tip the scales in his favor is the Packers playing the Bears. And Aaron Rodgers loves to stick it up the Bears' ass, and he's going to do it again noon on Sunday. I think primetime's going to win, but uh, if I was in Vegas, I think Worm covers. I don't think he's going to get blown out here. Um, just the Packer love is is, is just going to be too great for Worm to uh, overcome here. 
Um, out of curiosity, did you say who Giuseppe picked in your matchup, Tony? Oh, I did not. Uh, Giuseppe picked Santino in my matchup. That's what I thought he would. Yep. Classic Italian. <laughs> Classic Italian. LOL. It's familia, that's a, you know? That's a type of sandwich as well. Anyway, uh, I will go. Oh, you know what? I actually, you guys all picked me. Is that accurate? Yes, yes. I'm going to take Worm. I think he's going to put in this uh, Josh Jacobs. Actually, no. Uh, no, he's playing Denver. Never mind. Uh, he might make the quarterback swap, though. I got a feeling Stafford at the Giants is a better matchup than uh, Dak at New England, even though that game is a higher over-under. Uh, I just got a feeling he'll have a better game. Uh, all of my running backs are have a little Q next to their name. So I don't know what's going on with them. So I'm going to take Worm, and it'll be close, but I'll take Worm. All right. Uh, breakout player time. I'll lead off. I think it's Stephon Diggs. I think uh, I think he's going to have a huge game versus the Tennessee Titans, who can't cover anybody. And I think he's going to want I think Josh Allen's going to want to get Diggs back into the mix with some touchdowns. Turtle, you got anybody? Yeah, I'm going to pick newly acquired Washington football team quarterback. Playing against the Chiefs, uh, coming off a bad week. I think they get right, and the Chiefs defense just looks terrible. So he should be able to have his highest scoring output thus far. And normally I go against my opponent, or I pick someone on my opponent's team. So this week I'm going to pick uh, Keenan Allen. I think uh, Big Mike Williams has had his... Good weeks the last few weeks. Keenan Allen's been off the radar. I think this is the week Keenan Allen blows up. All right. That's going to do it for the week six preview fantasy football scoop and scoop. All right, show's on. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>